Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How my levels over there, man? How my vocals? Uh, need any more snare? You good? <clears throat> man, give me put a little put a little bass in there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, JV. Yes, sir. Good Monday afternoon, brother. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Back at it, man. Yeah, another. This is the start of the week, right? This is how we do it. It's, where we, well, I mean, my day job, but you know, yeah, well, you know, you know. Well, gotta pay the bills somehow, right? Somebody's got to make some money to pay some bills. Yes, yes, fortunately, yes. it ain't gonna be my damn cat. <laughs> so <laughs> the worst. <Yeah. laughs> Tell that cat all the time. Right, uh, you got to get a job. Right, she yeah. just looks at me and be like, "Man, please." Yeah, I ain't. Um, my mom about that. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> all right, dude. Um, the elephant in the room here. Let's go ahead and just talk about it, all right? All right. Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. You saw it yesterday. Yes. What are your thoughts? It was, uh, it was, I mean, it, it wrapped up what it needed to wrap up, felt like. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. You know what it reminded really- me of, man? It reminded me of um, the last, the most recent Star Wars movie mm-hmm. where they needed to wrap it up. Right. And it almost was like, all right, this is a lot happening in one movie, right? It almost yeah. was two movies in one. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely, it was definitely an action movie. Yeah. Like the other ones. Were dialogue and the other ones were action as well, but this one was like just action. Let's That's, let's get through it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's blow some stuff up. Uh, you know, big big adventure time. Let's to wrap some, it up. Let's see some dinosaurs just <laughs> fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's run from some swimming yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. What's up with this, man? Yeah. Um, Man, this is, it's nothing but a popcorn flick. Yeah. Now we've seen six of these bad boys now. Uh, can you pinpoint your favorite? Probably the first one. Probably the first. Yeah, there's that, there's the no first, problem. That's so good. Yeah, the first one, uh, is you know, be it, it, it is a dinosaur theme park. Yeah. But the walk through it all was, yeah. you know, it was pretty solid. I mean, it could have been different animals and it was still, you know, more of a grounded situation. This one was pretty over the top with like the, the raptor chases. Yeah. But at, at the same time, it's a different world. Yeah. Than the first one. You know, the first one was still, you know. It was 93. So. Yeah, the first one was still the world and these dinosaurs were isolated kind of thing. Now they're just, you know, there's black market. Like the chick <laughs> just chilling with dinosaurs and they're petting dinosaurs and underground wild. fighting and stuff. So Wild. You know. Wild, man. Really progressed. You know, yeah. I'm still a big <laughs> fan of the second one. Mm-hmm. The only film that Steven has made a sequel to yeah. was Jurassic no, Park: through The Lost World. Yeah, one and two were they were solid, were but good, but yeah. you know after that, Steven Spielberg was like, "This is why I don't do sequels." <laughs> right? It didn't do as good as the first one, obviously. Right. But um, I'm still up there as like they're like one A, one B for me, man. Yeah. Those two movies. Agreed. Um, I I will say about Dominion. I found myself not really caring about. Like Owen, yeah, and Claire was it Claire? Is is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found myself caring for them a lot less in this movie. They were really just background characters because we were all reliving Doctor Ian Malcolm, bro. <laughs> just, just sex, Doctor Ian. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. <laughs> is a cool dude. <laughs> so cool. I would love to be in front of a room like that and just have everybody's attention. Yeah. That's he just <laughs> Jeff Goldblum does it to a T, man. But yeah, you're right. They lose they lose their um their spotlight. Yeah. Much. You know, yeah. you had these the characters that we want to see in there, they're to just take our attention. And they're just good. They're just so good. They're just still so <laughs> good, man. Sam Neill is still the man, dude. He's still like this weird, clumsy, yeah. um, you know, paleontologist. Right. But he's like Dude, I had need my hat, you know, like, like yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, very handsome guy as well. Yes, you know, just you know, next to Chris Pratt and all that, he's he's holding he's holding it down still, on his own man. But yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they just don't bring a lot as far as being the stars of the movie. Yeah, and then I guess not to take. You know, because it's still a fresh movie, so we want people to yeah. go and and watch it. It's probably going to make a billy by this Thursday yeah, yeah. or something. Well, but it's still a, a um, movie to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, large dinosaurs and people running from him. It just that yeah. formula never fails. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you bring in the, you know, first trilogy people yeah. for us, right? But obviously, this is Owen, Claire, and all their story. And the the younger kids, the people who are Jurassic World fans, yeah. enjoy them still. So I think it's, now just thinking about it and talking about it with you, I think it's more for like, they tried to cover so much. Yeah. 
so many different demographics and with the, this. And they honestly could have just brought one and probably gave Chris Pratt more of a spotlight. Like, yeah. Like brought back either Dr. Grant or Mal- Dr. Malcolm. Yeah. They could have just brought one back. True. And instead of splitting it, like, because it's like, it's basically you're watching two movies. Yeah, it really and, is. And you got, you're watching the, the cast from the first ones and the cast from the new ones, and they just kind of meet up at some point. And they can, uh, they all just converge, man. Yeah. They all just, let's, let's not forget about Ellie Sattler, man. Lord, yeah. the original, like, OG, like, nerd hot chick from yeah, the yeah. first movie, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, still, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. I mean, I guess that they wrapped it up. Or uh, I guess wrap the two stories together towards the end, and it was just a lot, just yeah. a lot happening back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And you guys will notice in the movie, and if you don't, I had to call Javi. Um, I'm just gonna say this: Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man's dad. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy, but he's really. An asshole in the movie <laughs> comes off as like a really nice nerd, but he's an asshole, right? Definitely, what is, I guess. Uh, he reminds me of the CEO of Apple, is who he's like kind of looks looks like there in the movie. <laughs> um, Tim Cook, he looks like Tim Cook, man. So let's see the white hair, the kind of nerdy look, but kind of cool at the same exact time. Uh, go go check this movie out, guys. Um, yeah. I might. I know I've been talking about doing deeper dives into like single movies on YouTube channel. This might be the one that starts to back up, guys. I kind of want to dive more into this. Um, even the dinosaurs, some of the dinosaurs were kind of interesting that we yeah. saw. So, uh, might be something for me to, free to do later in the week, man. Sweet. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Viola. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Beast, Black Adam, the most recent episode of Kenobi, and our Movie of the Week, Identity. Alright man, so we have Idris Elba's Beast. A father and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the Savannah has but one apex predator. Your thoughts, man. Uh, (laughs) A lot of Cujo feelings. Right? Uh, Right off the bat. Was my first thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to be looking at kind of a poacher in... The poachers and uh, just animals just trying to take back their land, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Um, big line. Huge. Uh, yeah, I would not want to be anywhere near that at all. Oh, man, that's Mufasa right there, yeah. bro. Y- y'all thought <laughs> Mufasa died, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My man came back and just was on roids. But I'm excited to see uh, Idris kind of pumping out some stuff right now, man. Yeah. Um, this looks like it's going to be very uh, kind of emotional. 
I guess. Looks like some point his daughters might get kidnapped, something like that. So you got to go into survival mode, protection mode, and you know what it is, man. And you know who was the king of this? Um, you know, and he's he's going through it right now. But um, Bruce Willis was the king of movies like this, man. You put him in him and uh, Harrison Ford like a fish out yeah. of water. Put him in a scenario where they're not really like I. I'm not equipped for this, man. Like, I don't do, right. like, I'm a doctor. Yeah. You know, like, Idris Elba was a doctor in this movie. Yeah. Um, But you have to do what you have to do, right? Yeah. Especially for oh, yeah. your loved ones, your families, for, for yourselves to get out of these scenarios. Um, So it's going to be really cool to see how he kind of survives this, how he saves his daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, It's going to be wild. Uh, it also has Charlotte Copley in it, who I have not seen in a while. Dude is a great South African actor. If uh, my favorite movie of his, everybody's going to say, um, like, Chappie and uh, District 9 or 13 or whatever it is, but it's the A-Team. Charlotte Copley in the A-Team with Bradley Cooper, Liam Neeson, just a fantastic movie, man. He's the <laughs> best character. Highly recommend. Guys, um, let us know what your thoughts about Beast. We'll go ahead and throw it on the socials. Um, it just Elba. Yeah, your man. thoughts, man. This guy is doing work. Yep. Love this guy. Yeah, Want to hear your guys' thoughts. Super excited about that. All right, man. So we have the the Dwayne Johnson-led, uh, directed by John Collette Sarah. I've been waiting. <laughs> Black Adam. I've been waiting. We've waiting for this one. Waiting for him to jump in a comic book movie for since almost two, a decade yeah, yeah. now. We've been waiting for this, man. <laughs> we, there was talk about this when... Um, they did Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds, man. This has been in production for a while with this guy. <laughs> uh, so we have Black Adam, uh, nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Talk to me, brother. Uh, it looks like we're rolling into kind of like a a Venom situation where he's, you know, thinks he's a hero, but he just doesn't care, like, about the morals like, or the ethics. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I mean, you know, when, when Venom's out, Eddie's trying to tell him, you know, we don't do this, we don't do that, but really they destroy all kinds of stuff and eat people. <laughs> so, you know, people die in the in the the aftermath of the situation and it's what, what's this going to do? Right. That's, yeah. that's his whole thing. And that's kind of the, uh, the narrative we get, right. Um, or the also narratives, you know, are you going to protect the world or destroy the world? So I think he's going to destroy a lot of things before he realizes that he doesn't need to do all that. So like he's, so just for our comic book nerds out there, man, he is a, um, antagonist of he's an anti-hero. He is, yeah, yeah. but he's more of an antagonist of Shazam, right? So they always have gone at it with each other in the comics, right? Um, best in each other right. always. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting, man. It looks like we're opening up this DC world more. We have Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, yeah. uh, Noah Centino as Adam Smasher. That's going to be really dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite, though, dude, um, 
Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson, Dr. Fate. Now, mind you, I know nothing about Dr. Fate, but I know he's going to be a cool ass badass, okay? Because Pierce Brosnan looks cool as shit in this movie, okay? (laughs) He looks really cool. (laughs) That's all I need. That's all I need, man. I know he's probably going to be my favorite character. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah, I mean, he's just chilling. He seems <laughs> like he's just, just super relaxed all the time. Like, I've, I've really enjoyed Pierce Brosnan post. I loved him as 007, but I've loved him post, man. Right. Because um, he's kind of he's shifted away from a lot of that big craziness, right? Yes. Now he's just kind of chilling. He's, uh, um, what do they call, like, consulting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of like... Uh, almost in retirement, just kind of consulting, yeah. chilling out on movies and stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. Man, give me a part. Don't give me yeah, a big part. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, no. I do a little something. Song. Let me get some checks, but I ain't trying to be running and stuff. I don't want them Tom Cruise yeah, yeah. action sequences, man. I'm tired of that. So <laughs> I did that already. Right. Guys, uh, are you excited about Black Adam, man? This has been in the making for a very long time. Uh, I remember when he first announced that he was he's working yeah. with Warner Brothers on a Black Adam project, and we had like thirty five other movies that came in between that and now. Yeah, so we're almost here, man. This drops uh, October, so in the fall. Let us know your thoughts about the sequel, man. Do you think that Dwayne Johnson can play a comic book antihero? I think I think Dwayne Johnson can do anything he wants to do. He's the man. He's, he's not I mean, who's going who's gonna tell him otherwise? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's just gonna be like, I don't care what you say, I mean, I'm gonna do it. So so what you're saying here is like even we're we all go to his movies and they yeah. make a bunch of money because we're scared of him. Right. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> he's Mr. Blockbuster yeah, yeah. because we're afraid of what this man will do if we don't go to his movies. <laughs> pure intimidation. Actually, I cannot recall. We go to the movies a lot. I cannot recall a single Dwayne Johnson movie that I have not seen in the theater in a very long time. It's been a very long time, man. Like, um, seeing San Andreas yeah. and everything post that. I think I remember seeing like the Rundown and Walking Tall. I did not see Gridiron those, Gang. Those two were funny. Those yes, were funny movies. Yes, I did not see Gridiron Gang in the theater. Uh, that was the, the football yeah, coach movie that. said. Yeah. Um, I watched it, but I did not see it in theaters. But mainly, man, this dude has a movie. I'm in the theater to go see it because I don't last thing, me. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wasn't come knocking on the door. But he puts a, like, it's Dwayne. It, it's that. It's that like um, Vince Vaughn thing. It's that yeah. Ryan Reynolds thing, right? It's like, yep. It's he's his acting skills. Are very he's not like a Bradley Cooper, right? right? He can stretch himself. Yeah. His acting skills are very limited, but he puts a great cast of characters around him. He yeah. has a great team and they make great movies. Like he's worked with Kevin Hart, who yeah. is just Kevin Hart in the movies, but them together is fabulous. Yeah. They they do some good ones too, man. And he's just so gigantic, it makes everything funny. <laughs> it makes everything awesome. It, uh, central intelligence, dude. Oh, yeah, that's the central intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah? That's the one where he's like wearing the fanny pack and stuff, right? The entire yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, he just—I mean, he just brings it when he does it. Yeah, and he's very confident in himself when he's doing these projects. So I think that helps out a lot too. 
Yeah, big mm-hmm. fan, man. Uh, we'll definitely uh, throw this on our socials. Let us know what you guys think. All right, man. So we're rocking along with this uh, Kenobi miniseries. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Has not been greenlit for season two, but we, we're, we're hoping. We're hoping, man. See if he makes it. Um, <laughs> this latest episode, man, has to go into the unknown. Yeah. This was a fun episode. It really was. Really was. This uh, was really cool, man. He had to go get Leia. She was captured. And what are they, the Inquisitors or something? Yeah, yeah. He had to go to their lair. This was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, we saw everything we said we hadn't seen yet. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. A little force power. Yeah. A little light, lightsaber. lightsaber action, dude. Like directing the bullets dudes. Yeah. It was good. And it was a fun compact scene too, right? It was just in that little hallway. So you got a lot of action out of very minimal uh very minimal scene. Yeah. I guess. Uh but yeah, dude, he was throwing down. He still got it, man. And he doesn't he have like I love it that like <laughs> and you remember from the prequels, right? Like he was he like acted. And what I mean by acted, man, like his movements and his strikes and everything were really aggressive. Yeah. He's older now. And you see, like... Joints can't, can't handle it, man. His joints... In real life, though. You know what I mean? Like, his joints can't handle yeah, it. Yeah. So, he's literally, like... And I noticed it because I had to re- rewind. Yeah. When he's using that lightsaber, and I know this is a audio medium here, but he's not using that much force. He's just, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, he's just... You know, but remember from, like, the... the he, he was flip twisting it and everything. Flip yeah, twisted yeah. and everything, man. Y- y'all have to see those actions on YouTube. Yes, yes, yes. Because my lightsaber skills are pantomiming. Pantomiming, <laughs> it just happened. But it's getting real though, man. Because yeah. it's getting really good. There, there's like this cat. It's a cat and mouse kind of series, is what it's kind of you know, yeah. between. And I forgot her name. Um, uh, third sister, third sister, yes, and and Kenobi. We still don't really know what the beef is, though. Right. Right? We know these Inquisitors are uh, ex-Jedis who came mm-hmm. over to the dark side, and they've done this change, right? Yeah. Um, she has not gone through that that Inquisitor change yet. She's not allowed to or something of that nature? Or what's holding her? We don't know not, yet. Not exactly, sure, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. We don't know yet. But that's kind of the mystery. What's going to be her arc at the end? Maybe it's too capture this Jedi for whatever reason. And that's going to be her ascension. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. Actually. It's a damn good word. Appreciate that. Um, I've been, I've been having on, on my notes for like four weeks trying to use it. Just words I think of and I write them like, down. He's like, Clyde's teaming me up. Clyde's teaming me up. Here I go. 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 <laughs> Uh yeah, so we are still watching this man. Yeah. Um, he's not as strong as he was, but I feel like it's coming back. It's like, you know, picking up a sport again that you yeah. put down that you haven't played in a while. If you you know used to play basketball all the time, right? Everybody says like riding a bike is in riding a bike is very natural. But if you mm-hmm. actually pick up a sport, and I will pick like soccer or basketball, which is kind of really, um, on the whole body, yeah. It's going to take some time to kind of get acclimated yeah. back into Cause those he, skills. I mean, he really doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like he's pressed to. He's out of the. I, uh, have, to, I have to use these options now. Uh, 
So we'll see how much stronger he gets. But I like that he is like, I'm going. If I got to go by myself, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do it. I got to get this little girl, man. <laughs> got to save her life. Guys, are you still rocking out uh, watching Kenobi? Talk to us. Let us know your thoughts. Do you want to see a sequel? It's a miniseries right now, but right. do you want to see a sequel, like a, like a season two of this, right? I mean, I guess it just depends on the last couple episodes, man. Yeah, we ain't got many left. Yeah, we got like two I mean, more, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, wherever it drops us off at, it might be, might not be any room for... Well, I mean, we know, you know it's he's got to end up back on Tatooine. I mean, you know. Chilling. Now, if he doesn't end back on Tatooine, give us a, a second right, season. Right, right. All right? If, if he goes back to his cave and gets the Alec, he looks like he just turns into Alec Guinness, you know, from from a, a new hope. All right, that's that's game over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> what about the boys, Clyde? Oh, wow. Have you uh, four episodes now? Yeah, yeah. I, four uh, episodes. I, I watched. It took me a minute to get caught up i didn't watch yeah. it when it first dropped and i'm caught up now but this is just the most like sick deranged <laughs> show the, the on most, television right now the most i don't care what i put on tv just i'm just gonna do it yo i saw this meme today right i don't know if you've ever seen the um the drake hotline bling video oh, yeah, yeah. he does this thing where he's just like ah yeah, and then yeah. he's like yeah, you know what I mean? So it was like, and I, excuse me, guys, mom, grandma, whoever's listening, I'm sorry. Don't watch the YouTube but channel. Don't, if you don't watch if you're offended. Yeah, no. or <laughs> listen to this part. Fast forward like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. But he goes, but it's like a meme, and it's like um, showing showing boobs on the boys. Yeah. Nah. Showing penis on the boys. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Amazon Prime is wilding that out is, with this show, yeah, man. Yeah. That is <laughs> extremely accurate. But Homelander's um and some some uh, bare cheeks as well. Oh yeah, but it's nothing but dudes. Nothing but dudes. All dudes. Yes, yes. All, <laughs> I was all like, men. <laughs> they got their contract. He's like, yes, um, you all have to be naked. Yeah, yeah. They're like, the females are like, oh, us? No, 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 ladies, no, 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 not, no. Not, not y'all. <laughs> y'all are going to wear so much clothes. Yeah, y'all are going to wear turtlenecks <laughs> the entire time. But the guys, all naked. Started yeah. with Butcher in season one. Yeah, yeah. Just all like straight booty. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a wild season, man. Yeah, and it, I mean, it started out just ridiculous. Just I, right off the bat. You know, I don't want to dive too much into it because, like, it's this is one of those series that, like, this paints a really good story. Yeah. And it's it you have to connect those dots, right? So if yeah, we talk yeah. if we talk about it, we're gonna spoil the fun. Yeah. And I don't wanna do that. But <clears throat> a couple of the points I do wanna make <laughs> is um Homelander's office rocker. Always yes. has been. Always oh, yeah, has yeah. been. But he's now just like got that I yep. don't give a damn. Yep. Moving forward. Yep. Right, and how he threatened Homegirl. Oh, yeah. dude, that was like, <laughs> yeah, you could have done that season one, episode one, bro. Yeah, yeah, that would have been it. True story. I really like this show. It's difficult for even me to watch, and like, I am. I mean, I've watched all the, I've watched all the yeah. Alien Predator movies, everything. <laughs> I've watched so much blood and gore and everything, yeah. 
But like Huey, man, that last episode. Yeah. Guys, catch it, up if you haven't stuff. seen it. Let us know what your thoughts are. Also, if uh, the voice is wild, yeah. If you're a fan of Supernatural, get to see a, a side of Dean Winchester never seen before. I have. <laughs> I liked all. I liked all the. Um, you know, I was thinking that he was going to be in it from like day one, like in it. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like this arc that they're doing with him. Man. Right, kind of building up. You know what? What's so special about him, right? Yeah, it's special for some reason. And then we're gonna get to like, is he, a, is he good? Is he like, what side of yeah. the aisle is you know? What, where is he at? Right, like in this yeah. kind of temperament. So, yeah, the boys, and we're getting a season four. Oh yeah, it got renewed like yesterday, I think. All right, the party continues, <clears throat> ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I don't know what else they can do. We don't well, know if they're going to finish doing for this. For that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I remember the fight scene yeah. in Russia. Oh, I just remember that. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, JV, you ready to talk about our movie of the week? Yeah, I, I do have one thing real quick. Talk to me, brother. I have a little gift for you. A sir. gift? I have a gift for you. Christmas came a little, early? A little gift for you. Oh, wow. Kind of got one for me, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I assume the plan was to have a little trinket hanging on the microphone, but I'm not sure that's going to work, like, right now. Okay. But maybe we'll figure it out. I got you uh, I got you this little Lego Batman <laughs> What is going so, on here? Look at that, look Guys. That guy. What is going on here? He is uh he has he has his cow and he has a cape. Little Lego Batman keychain. Oh, I got Arnett right here, yeah. bro. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> that is exactly who that is. Yeah. Lego Batman. Wow. And who who voiced Superman? Was it Shannon Tatum? Oh in the Lego movie. Who was it? I gotta look that oh, up boy. now. Was good. I got me a little uh little demogorgon. That's not creepy at all. Yeah, that little guy. That's pretty dope. Yeah, right <laughs> uh, yeah I don't think it's going to hang on here like I thought it was. But. Where do you get these from? The Lego store. Nice. Yeah. I've never stepped foot in the Lego store. It's pretty intense. There's nothing but grown-ass men in the Lego store. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it'll... Uh... Dude, it's got a cape, the cow, everything. Yeah. It, it kind of hangs off. Will Arnett, I'm going to at you, bro. Might be able to... Figure out something here at some point, but we're about that later. We will worry about that later. But oh, I do got a bone to pick with you, man. Okay, what's up? Yeah, so, you know, we talked about it's, uh, t- we're having a Top Gun summer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, my status at work is um, aviation suits, sunglasses, and mustaches. I like to coin that. The roostache? The roostache. The roostache, yeah. It's actually the Clyde stash now. Okay, that's fine. Because you're not following me. So if you, <laughs> for following. people who don't, for, get on YouTube <laughs> and see this amazing moustache I have, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, you want me to zoom in real I close to it? it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, do it, I do it better than Goose and Rooster, okay? Yeah. This guy was supposed to join me. <laughs> this guy did not join me. I did not, no. So I'm out here with this 
baby butt face. But you can't just you can't have two of those in the room, man. There's only enough, enough, uh, you know, awesome in the air in one room that only one person can can rock one of those. Oh man! If two people rock it, it just kind of loses its meaning a little bit. Oh, like I feel like. Well, I guess you're not going to need the tickets that I bought us to go see the Blue Angels. I'll just take somebody else who has a dope stash, okay? I didn't buy tickets to go see the Blue Angels, but that would be dope. That would be though, pretty okay? awesome. I would, I would feel pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this movie started, man. <laughs> All right, man. So we, our movie of the week is Identity, released in 2003. <clears throat> a few other movies that released that year. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Holes. Out of Time. Big Fish. Bruce Almighty. Nice. Runaway Jury. What a Girl Wants. Little Amanda Bynes action. In the classic college comedy with Snoop Dogg. Old school. <laughs> My boy blue. <laughs> All right, Matt. So identity is directed by the great James Mangold and directed by Michael Cooney. We had a $28 million budget and the box office brought in 90.3 million. Oh yeah. Oh uh, man. So many people in this movie. So many, a lot. So, yeah, I think there's more than top gun than both top gun put together. <laughs> both. <ends. laughs> All right, so we'll start out with uh, John Cusack as Ed, Ray Liotta, R.I.P., as Samuel Rhodes, Amanda Peet as Paris Nevada, John Hawks as Larry Washington, uh, Clea Duvall as Jenny, William Lee Scott as Lou, Rebecca DeMornay as Carolyn Susan. She's She's got two first names. Um, uh, Leah Kinzel as Alex, Alex, Alice York, excuse me, John C. McGinley as George York. I cannot say York. I'm having trouble saying York today. Uh, Brett Lior as Timothy, Jake Busey as Robert Maine, Pruitt Taylor Vince as Malcolm Rivers, Alfred Molina, another Spider-Man. Connection there. As, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> as Dr. Mouse. <laughs> uh, Holmes Osborne as Judge Taylor. <laughs> Hold it together, Robbie. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, Frederick Coffin as Detective Varol. Varol. As Detective Varol. Carbon Argenziano as defense lawyer and attorney. Matt Letcher as an assistant. District Attorney, Marshall Bell as a district attorney. And that is all of them. That was way too many. I should have stopped when a long did, time When ago. did we start naming everybody under the sun? I mean, they all they were all in the movie pretty decent. They, they all played that, a big that, part. That's kind of where I judge a lot of that off I of. got you. I and got you. And, like, everybody in this cast is there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or something. You guys see all the prep that me and Javi do together, right, to put this pod together. We we don't at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know what he does. He don't know what I do. We just come together. Yep. All right, man. So, identity. Give me a quick synopsis, and we'll go ahead and jump right in it. We're going to follow 10 strangers as they get stuck at a roadside hotel during a very severe thunderstorm. Uh, these are very different people just trying to get to different places, and... They start being murdered one by one. 
Until there's only one left at the end of the story. Oh, yeah. All right, man, let's go ahead and jump into it. So we have John Cusack. Uh, John Cusack's up there as, like, one of my favorite actors of all time, man. He does some good work. Some fun stuff, too. Yes. Um, and he's great in this. Uh, he plays Ed Dakota, limousine driver and former L.A. police officer. This guy's a definition of, like, morality, man. Right? He is. We see this guy, and we meet him, and he runs over a woman. Yeah. <laughs> with a limo. And the person that he is um, driving around is like, we got to go. Let's get out of this. Let's not <laughs> yeah. stop for this person. Right. What is wrong with you? And he's like, get off me, lady. You know, let me go ahead and yeah. see if I can help. He flipped over the car. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. There's blood on the ground. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get this yeah, going, not man. moving. Yeah. Um, so we just first learned that he's a limo driver, and we soon, as kind of everything starts happening, uh, when they get back to the motel, we find out he's an ex-police uh, officer for yeah. L.A., kind of has some skills, kind of the quasi-leader of the group, right? Um, Fair. Trying to get through this. Uh, what were your thoughts about him, man? Talk to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much said everything there. He was, he kind of had that trustworthy vibe on him. Strong you say, dude. Yeah. Trust this guy. <laughs> he knows judo. Uh, yeah, so everybody kind of flocked to him as a leader. And he, you know, was cool with handling being the leader. Yeah. He's the best, man. Um. <laughs> I can talk about the sack all day. (laughs) Uh, And in this film, mind you guys, I've probably seen this film like over a hundred times. All right. um, Because of him. He's just just great in this role. Um, But let's move forward, man. Rest in peace. We have Ray Liotta as uh, Sammy Rhodes, an escaped convict masquerading as a correctional officer who was transporting him in Maine. Maine's the other guy that... um, is Jake Busey. Talk to me, brother. Uh, yeah, so we go through the movie with him thinking he's just a police officer. Does a damn good job, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't get any hints except for just the one when he's getting dressed. So, don't really know what's going on. I like the mechanism this in this movie, cool. man. Yeah. Right? Like, the, um, we learned something about this person. Mm-hmm. And then there's a flashback. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what led them to this motel right. where everybody is? Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool and really interesting. Ray, Ray Liotta, though, who's the goat? Pretty damn good, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. he Like I said, he's just, he's just there and you don't know nothing. He's just playing kind of the same role as John Cusack, right? Yeah. Um, But, or he is trying to lead, but forcefully, and we don't really know why at the beginning, right? Like why he's got, you know, why he's just being so aggressive. Yeah, he is. He is as, you're right. You make a really good point there as, and you know what? Seeing this movie a million times, I see that now. Yeah. Um, Where... The sack. I'm gonna keep calling him that, guys. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Ed, Ed Dakota <laughs> as the, the sack. 
Um, you know, he's leading by example. He's out there doing it. Yeah. Um, trying to help everybody get through this crazy time where people or bodies are dropping. And then there's, um, Radiolis, Samuel Rhodes, and he's basically yelling, like, we're doing this. Yeah. You, we we got to do it like this, right? He's trying to wrap it up, right? He's trying to wrap it up so they can keep moving. But you, it's so good acting because this Ray Liotta, he's kind of like, he has an aggressive look on his face mm-hmm. at all times anyway that you don't know if it's like, this is just him? Right. Or is something up? Right, yeah, and you don't know. <clears throat> at, least you, the, at least yeah, until you watched it once. Yeah. Because I didn't know what good. was going on. That's good, you know? man. All right, we got Amanda Pete as Paris, Nevada, a uh, prostitute leaving Las Vegas uh, to buy a citrus grove in Florida. Yeah, that's her story. That's what, yeah, that's it. Um, tired of that life, man. Yeah, and had that one last job in the beginning, but then said, "I'm done. Yeah, I'm gonna live the I'm gonna live the small country life. Yeah, yeah. down in Florida. Yeah, once again, like how." Their actions all connect them, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody's action leads to somebody else ending up at the motel. Yeah. Uh, and she's she's one of them too. She loses her shoe or whatever, uh, which I thought was was a really fun part. Like, and you see it in the flashbacks, and then you see her flashbacks, which was super weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was. She was pretty good, but she was doing that typical horror movie girl thing. Yeah, not as bad as Clay Duvall. <laughs> but true. I, I but I yeah. but I, I get you there. Yeah. At least like uh Nevada was trying to help get out of this situation. Oh yeah. Right? Um we'll get down to uh Virginia, but yeah. It yeah. was it was on the line of like yeah. ridiculous and part of the movie. Yeah. Uh but I mean, you know, once it gets flushed out at the end, it kinda You get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we're moving forward here. We also got the amazing John Hawks as Larry Washington, the motel manager. <laughs> Look at this guy. <clears throat> oh Larry. If you've never seen John Hawks, John Hawks is a fantastic actor. Um John Hawks also looks like he's going to stab anybody at the, at the same yeah. moment. You know what I mean? Like, this, do you trust of, this guy? Got a lot of emotion. Yeah. He shows a lot of emotion with his face. Yeah. He's really good at that, man. Yeah. And you don't know, like, which which way he's going to go. <laughs> but that was that was good because you don't, these murders start happening in this movie, and you don't know who the uh, culprit is. Once again, there's a reason. There's a reason. Yes. There's a reason. There's, there's definitely a reason. Um. <clears throat> all right, so we got Clay Duvall as Virginia. Um, Icena, I can't pronounce her last sure. name. Um, a superstitious newlywed. Now she was the one who was like the typical scream queen, freaking out, just freaking yeah. out the entire. I got to get out of here. <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to. To say about that character, because like I said, she was just kind of didn't really get involved with much. Right? She didn't, man. Um, she was scared the entire yeah. time. <laughs> and I guess 
in this type of movie, you need that. Yeah. But she was more annoying than anything. Yeah. I, I, I will. That. As much as I like James Mangold, as much as I like this movie, um, she was an annoyance. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was almost like, um, oh, people are dying. When's her turn? Right, yeah, like that's kind of the vibe that I've always got with with her. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got William Lee Scott as Lou. Um, I can't pronounce that that's last fine. name. Uh, Jenny's husband. Um, another boring character in this movie, man. Yeah, yeah. I, he, I will say, and when he got chopped up, I think it was just another lead, just a, just a little string in there. Right, that's all it was to, yeah. to lead. Back and forth uh, through the story. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving right along, guys. I don't want to bore you with this. Uh, Rebecca De Mornay as Caroline Suzanne, an 80s Hollywood TV actress chauffeured by Ed. She's the one who said, let's get the hell out of here. Let's yeah. not save these people or help them out or whatever. With that are consequences. Yep. And if you're the a-hole in movies... You're probably well, going to get going, going first. You could <laughs> get going first, all right? Yeah. You, if you're an a-hole or you're black, you're going first. You know, that's, <laughs> no. just, that's, just, that's just rules, man. That's just yep. horror movie rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> uh, real quick, just got a few more. Not going to go through them all, but... Yeah. Leah Kenzie is Alice York, wife and mother who was injured in a car accident. She seemed like the sweetest person on the planet. Oh, yeah. Right? And just like really caring mother. And that's interesting with the turn of events. Oh, yeah. With knowing kind of where this movie is heading. It's like, oh, that would actually make sense why that would be, um, why that character would, would be there. Right. That makes perfectly good good sense there. Um, but she's the first person who gets kind of injured. She gets hit by the car that um, Ed was driving. That's pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, your boy uh, from 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 Scrubs, uh, John C. McGinley as George York, Alice's husband and Timmy's stepfather. He's uh, he's pretty awesome in Scrubs. Yeah. This one, dude. Total dork, dork man. Total <laughs> dork. Yeah, he's very uh, diverse in his acting roles. Yeah, he's good. Uh, very good. No, he's one of the guys who just kind of do anything. Really plays into the character, um, the whole circle of the character, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and he did it the whole way through the movie. Stepdad, man. Yep. Hard job. Um, Brett Laura is, uh, Timmy York, Alice's son and George's stepson. This is a creepy ass kid from the start, yeah, yeah. man. Yep, 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 like yep, he does yep, not talk. Yep. I do not like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like kids just looking at you creepy. Um, did you see the omen child? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Were you just going to stare at us the entire time? Bro? Right. Nah. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go out out of the house. (laughs) Do not come back in the house. You're just on your own from now on. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we also got Jake Busey as Robert Maine, uh, Rhodes' fellow inmate, still in the prison jumpsuit here. I love it because he's the red herring of the movie. Right. Especially in the beginning, after like the first or second killing or whatever. Yeah. They're looking for him because they think that he's the one who's doing all this. Right. And then we see that shot of him, and this is where it gets freaky, and I have to add this. And this is what the beauty of this movie is, man. Um, you know, he's running away from the motel, mm-hmm. and then, you know, he goes down into the dirt or whatever, and then comes out into the mud, and then he goes and he breaks open this door and looks, and he's trying to be like, all right, I'm in this building. Where am I at? And he looks on the other side, and he sees the motel. So it's just like, okay, where the hell am I at, right? Like, <laughs> he's, he's trapped. And that's when yeah. the movie starts getting creepy and weird and psychological. Yeah. You're like, okay, what am I watching now? Yeah. This is starting to not make sense. Like, it was kind of straightforward. Right. But there's some some psychological or some thriller or some supernatural yeah. stuff happening here. Like, you don't know. And that's where the movie starts getting good. Right. Um. <clears throat> Another Pruitt Taylor Vince as Malcolm Rivers is a convicted mass murderer. Um, we see this guy, but we don't really know the connection. It's almost like we talked about with Jurassic Park. Yeah. Dra- Jurassic World Dominion. It's almost seems like there's two movies happening and right. where's the connection happening, right? Um, but as we get farther into the movie, it's actually when Ed starts freaking out mm-hmm. trying to realize. Um, so... Yeah. Rivers is <laughs> trying to walk the trying line to get like there, a, right? yeah yeah Trevor's yeah exactly yeah so Rivers has a stay of execute is trying to get a stay of execution with his lawyer and this uh psychologist psychiatrist excuse me um and we were following this story yep but then it flashes to the whole the motel where these killings are happening and you kind of don't really know yeah, why how they're mixed up and it just keeps going back and forth and you're just like okay both stories are very intriguing. Yeah. But why are they in the same movie? Right? That's what everybody's got to figure out, right? That's what everybody has to yep. figure out here, man. Um, we got Alfred Molina as Dr. Malik uh, Rivers. He's the psychiatrist who is assisting with the stay of execution for Rivers. And There's it's so Alfred people. Molina, man. So many people. There's a lot, and that's the last one I'm talking about. By <laughs> the way, that's why I had. Right to, that's why I wanted to run through it the way I well, did. You because, him. Yeah, you have to because mm-hmm. Molina's the man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a year before this, he did Spider Man. So I'm Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's gonna be the pot title. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So. 2000, no, the year later he does Spider-Man. Sorry, because gotcha. he did he was in Spider-Man 2, not Spider-Man 1. So he did Identity in 2003, 2004, he does Spider-Man 2. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's played a lot of doctors. Dr. Malik, Dr. Otto Octavius. Man knows his uh, knows his role. As long as he's getting them checks, he's cool with it. No, he's only played two doctors his entire film career, but he's really good at it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oxy, Dr. Jonas oh, Neighborn, Dr. Stephen Arden. Yeah. Wow. You know, he also was in the beginning of um, Indiana Jones. Oh, I did not know that. Was that him? Was that, it had to have been him. 80. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was him. That was That's his first. Cool. That was his first movie. Yeah. 
Not why, bad. why haven't we talked about any of those movies, man? Temple of Doom. I don't know. I was actually kind of waiting for National Treasure to roll around. I thought that wasn't high on your list, but. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. I, gotta get, okay. I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> you might be. Dude, there's so many just rattling yeah, yeah, up yeah. there, man, that I, I want to do them all. Okay. It's like treasure, Pokemon. Some kind of treasure hunt movie. Oh, you want a treasure hunt movie? Uh oh. I got one for you, bro. <laughs> we'll hold that for after the pod. All right. Sounds good. Get ready for a treasure adventure, guys. Oh, boy. All right, man. So let's go ahead and do this, man. Just the the the, the look and feel, the sets of this movie, man. Um, what were your thoughts? Talk to me. I mean, I feel like the setting worked, right? I yeah. Mean, the whole movie is just rain and mud and a beat up hotel. So, you know, you're basically going from room to room to. Uh, Utility room, stuff like that. And it was all grungy and dark and it's rained the whole time, man. It set a good mood for how, you know, it's for the play out of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah know, it worked. It worked very well. This movie, <clears throat> the look and feel is very ominous, man. It's it's yeah. dark. It's... Ominous. Um, nice, good word. Hey, man, good I had that I had it written down, bro. Yeah, you teed it up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you get the feeling that like you're you're even though you're at this wide open motel, you're you're trapped. Yeah, that's because both of you know both the roads are flooded both ways. Um, it's raining. The power doesn't work. Right. You know, electricity doesn't. Work. Nobody can get communication out to come help or whatever. And. <clears throat> As you start to, and it's 2003, so it's not like it's like 79. It's not like it's 54, right? right? Yeah, yeah. 2003. And you're starting to think, like, does it really get like that out there? Like, uh, something, something's a little off about this. Yeah. So, so all the roads are flooded, so the roads never, it's never rained this hard before? Yeah, there's just this little piece of, yeah. little piece of land that's safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From it. That's just weird. Um. So it kind of gets you thinking of like what's going on yeah. here. And you kind of get that feeling as well when Ed starts snapping, like just starts kind of freaking out mm-hmm. by himself. And you start to realize, oh, what's going on in this mo- yeah. movie here. Um, but it's that it's that dark, scary, what's around the corner, who's around the corner, right? what's going to happen to me. The, the biggest thing is like, why do people... <laughs> It's why do people like go off by themselves in these movies? Why? I, mean, I do not get you know, it. You gotta, but like man, it's it's lo- it's, it's lo- logical, right? Yeah. And I, well, it's the same concept. Like they're worried about a murderer, right? But in, like every scene you watch, they got these doors wide open to all <laughs> these rooms. Every door's open, wide open. Like, you are correct, like, sir. I was I was watching. That's what, one of the things I noticed. Like they're they're arguing and they're talking about this killer, but the doors wide open to the well, to man. the rain. Yeah, whoever Nobody's the killers can it. just come through and just start slashing everybody. Yeah, yeah, and be and be done with no, it. No kind of security system whatsoever. <laughs> just just no. wide open. You got a you got a ring light yeah. or something <laughs> going on, bro. Like, <laughs> well, like the, my favorite one is like where they're I guess it's like the front office and there's a room connected to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's just a hallway. The front door's open. The, the office door's open. The bedroom door's open. You can just I move mean, in and out and just, you know, you know move in silence it's one of those there. things, I guess. But I did like how it made you feel, this yeah. movie. Um, you felt cramped. You felt like, man, what the... Seriously, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and I, I, you know, you... Some people enjoy being thrilled and scared and stuff. Um, I am one of those people, and this movie did it to a T, yeah. man. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Also, this is the second James Mangold movie that we've covered. Three to Yuma, remember? Oh, nice. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to talk about a quick theme. But... An unconventional one. Okay. You were in uh, middle school at one point in time, right? There was a part of my life that I was in middle school, yes. Like around three years or so? Yeah. Cool. Me too. Um, you know, in some states, it's actually only seventh and eighth grade. <clears throat> but anyway, that's beside the point. I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was... I feel like I was in sixth grade in Jersey. Okay. Or I might have been in seventh grade down here. I don't remember. But I read Agatha Christie's and then there was none. You ever read it? No. Okay. Well, it was like required reading okay. for English class. I don't know if I was in Jersey or if I was, don't know if I was down here. Um, <clears throat> That's this movie. And then there was none. Is basically ten little Indians. Um, They all get at this place and they all die one by one until there's one. Um, that's exactly what's happening in this movie. Right. And, right. Um, kind of inspired based on it. <clears throat> okay. And you kind of get that vibe. So as far as theme is concerned, it's basically like a, a really dope rehashing of that. And I think that's what the writers and the director was looking to go ahead and do. That's the vibe that I get every time I watch a movie. And that's one of my favorite books as well. I will trust you on that, sir. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's I will like, not I be watching. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not reading the book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'll take your word. Yeah. So good. <laughs> All right, team. That is our conversation about identity. Right. JV, talk to me, brother. What are your thoughts? What are your ratings about this? I'm going to do a three out of five bucks of popcorn for this right. movie. Um, you know, for me, once the bubbles popped, it's hard to, to do the rewatch. Yeah. But it was a good movie. Everybody was awesome. Um, kept it real tight, close quarters. Uh, you just didn't know what was going on. And there was no, there's really no way to know anything mm-hmm. without making it through the movie. You can think you know all day. But you don't know. That'll be mindful. What about you, man? Good stuff, man. Um, this is four and a half buckets for me, man. Nice. I really love this movie, man. This is a psychological like thriller. <laughs> Still mad you didn't do the stash. Um, <laughs> so upset. <laughs> so mad right now. But you made up for it with Will Arnett. So <laughs> we're good. I'm Batman. Um. No, this is uh, four and a half, man. It's just a uh, stellar performance by John Cusack, yeah. Ray Liotta, Amanda Pete, John Hawks, 
and the rest of this cast, man. Um, it unravels like an onion. And those are fun movies for me. But yeah. you're but you're right at the same exact time where like once like it pops, once you get the oh it that is kind of it. Yeah. The rewatchability with me with movies like this, um picking out more details, right? Picking out more details, exactly. And then seeing like just the great acting that yeah. is going on. Maybe find some breadcrumbs in there that you just yeah. didn't didn't see. Yeah. Help make things a little more sense. You know what I mean? And then like did because it's been a while so it's probably it might have been like five or six years since I watched it and, oh, then, wow. and then go like did I did this really happen yeah did, is this how I remember it or something like that yeah. so that that's kind of cool as well so like it does have a little bit of rewatchability well a lot I've seen it like 50 times so a lot <laughs> of me um but yeah fab, fabulous flick man fabulous flick <laughs> Close this one out, man. Just want to remind everybody about our YouTube channel. We do got a YouTube channel. We are guys. on video. We are on video. Um, we have J.K. Simmons here. Just so y'all know, y'all can check him <laughs> out. He's always hanging out. Sexy. Um, but you can get to that and everything else, all the other socials through our link tree that's always posted in our description on all the podcast platforms, and that'll lead you to everything we got. Yes, sir. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Identity. Next week, we'll be discussing Monsters. And that's streaming on HBO Max. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.